Hi there, I'm Tez, the tax expert, and thank you for joining me today for episode 12 of Tez Talks Taxes. Today, I'm going to discuss the home office tax deduction. But first, let me give you some quick updates. I have a new Facebook page called Tez Talks Taxes. Yep, it's named after my podcast. And on this page, I provide resources and classes on a weekly basis. Remember, though, you can always find me and still find me on Instagram under the name Tax Expert. So please go follow, like, subscribe, do all those things so you can get current tax tips that pertains to individuals and small businesses. Let's get started with today's session, the Home Office Tax Deduction. This deduction has been around for a while and has even been modified a few years ago. It's imperative to know about it now because so many people are working from home due to COVID-19. So I'm going to discuss who qualifies and how to make sure your paperwork is in order so that you can not only legally but correctly claim the deduction. In a nutshell, this deduction allows a person to deduct expenses that are related to the business portion of their home. However, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 changed the rules for this deduction by making it unavailable to those who work as an employee. Normally, an employee that worked from their home would be able to take their expenses as an unreimbursed employee expense deduction or in their itemized deductions of their tax return. However, this allowance has been suspended until the tax year of 2026. That's a painful rule because it basically means that if you currently work from home for your employer, you will not be able to take this deduction on your 2020 federal tax return. However, there's good news for those who operate a trade or business. That rule is that as long as certain requirements are met, you qualify. Let's talk about these requirements. There are six requirements and there's a lot of detail to them. So if you would like to see them in full detail, please check it out in my show notes. However, I'm going to go over the important details right now one by one. Keep in mind that you only have to meet one of these requirements in order to qualify. So the first one is that you have a space in your home that you are using regularly and exclusively as your principal place of business. The second one is that you have a space in your home and you're using it regularly and exclusively, but you're meeting patients, clients, or customers there in your normal course of trade or business. The third one is for those who have a separate structure, such as an office garage or something of that sort that is not attached to your home, but is in connection with your trade or business. The fourth one is that you have an area in your home that you're regularly using to store inventory or product samples. The fifth one is for those who are using their home for a rental activity, and the sixth one is for those who are using their home as a daycare facility. After determining if you fit within one of those requirements, you can now determine if you're using your space exclusively or regularly for business. So let's talk about what it means to use the space exclusively. This means that a specific space in your home is being used only for business. Let's say, for example, you have a den in your home and you made that into your office area. And during the daytime, you're using that as your office. But in the evening, you and your family, you're down there and you're watching TV, you're 
playing games, maybe it's also a rec room. In a situation like this, taking the entire space of the den in your calculation would be incorrect. However, if you split the den into sections and your office is on one side and the playroom is on the other side, then you will be able to use the square footage of the size of the space that is used only for business. So keep that in mind when you're doing your calculation and understand that you cannot use this space for anything other than business. Um, another example I can give you is someone who may actually have their business information and their computer and stuff on the dining room table. So you might be using the dining room table as your um, business space. However, at night, the family is eating dinner there. So that doesn't qualify at all. So make sure that you have a space that is designated for business. Let's move on to the next part, which is called regular use. Regular use basically means that you're using the specific area of your home on a regular basis. Now, this is determined by a substantial amount of time. It doesn't have to be 40 hours a week, however. You could use that space, say, two or three hours a day, every day, and that's considered regular use. On the other hand, if you were using the space for only one hour a month or every other month, then it's not considered regular use and you would not qualify for this deduction. So you have to make sure that you're following the rules and you're not only using it exclusively for business, but you're using it regularly for business. Let me take a quick moment to explain what is considered a trader business. And I also want you guys to listen to my podcast episode one, where I talk about this. However, your trader business is basically if you are using this activity in order to seek a profit. You're making moves, you're making decisions, and you're spending money and managing your money and yourself and your time accordingly in order to eventually gain a profit. So if you have a profit motive within what you're doing, then you have a trade or a business. We covered a lot of details so far. Um, however, before I move on with the calculations, I just want you guys to know that there are some exceptions to the rules. For example, if you have a daycare facility within your home, then you don't have to meet the exclusive rule that I stated. So if you're looking for more information on what these exceptions are, please check out the show notes. I'll make sure I put it there. Let's talk about the calculation now so you'll know exactly what you need to do when you're claiming this deduction on your tax return. There are two different ways to calculate this particular deduction. The first way is the simplified method, and the second way is the regular method. For both of these methods, you will need to measure the square feet of the space that you're using, and you will also need to know the total square footage of your home. The reason why is because your office deduction is going to be a percentage of your home and what you're calculating. However, the simplified method makes this so much easier when you're actually doing the calculation. So let's talk about it. With the simplified method, you basically can deduct up to 300 square feet. Of course, you would need to put in what you're actually using. So that means that if you're using 75 square feet, you can only put down 75 square feet. What happens if you have 500 square feet? Well, you cannot put down 500 square feet with the simplified method. It caps off at 300. Therefore, a lot of people that have more than 300 square feet may find the regular method to be more beneficial. 
You can do the calculation on both just to see which one would give you the better benefit and obviously use that one because we're here to figure out how to get our tax savings and not overpay in taxes. The good benefit of the Simplify method is that you, it's just clean and simple. So you would take your square feet and you would multiply it by $5. So say for example, if it were 100 square feet, then your tax deduction would be 500 bucks. The other positive thing about this is that it alleviates your need to store paperwork for this particular deduction. You don't have to keep accurate track of your utilities and things along those lines because it's $5 per square foot. So as long as you're keeping track of your exclusive and regular use, and you have the accurate square feet for the space, then you're good to go. Let's move on to the regular method. So here we have expenses that we can deduct, and those expenses are in two different categories. They're direct and indirect expenses. A direct expense is something that is only for the business part of your home, whereas an indirect expense is something that is incurred over the entire home. Um, and what happens here is that a percentage of your indirect expenses are applied to the business portion of your tax return. So let me give you an example. The electric bill. The electric bill covers the complete area of the house, generally. So when you're taking the deduction for your electricity that you used for the business portion, it would be a percentage. As for your direct expenses, you're actually able to take the full amount, not a percentage, but the full amount of that expense. Something that could be considered a direct expense is if you decided to paint the wall in your business area, well, the cost of doing that would be 100% deductible. You may also have unrelated expenses, um, which I didn't name in the category, and the reason why is because unrelated expenses are not deductible at all. An example of something unrelated would be painting your bedroom. If your office is not obviously in your bedroom, then that is not an expense that you would be able to take on your tax return. So just keep in mind that you need to focus on your direct and your indirect expenses when you're doing this calculation. I will provide in the show notes a list of the typical business expenses that people use and deduct for their home office. But just to give you a quick scenario of some of them, there could be your um, homeowner's insurance or your rent or your repairs and maintenance, a security system, utilities and other services along those lines. And don't forget about depreciation. There are rules for depreciation, which is out of the scope of this particular podcast section, um, because I could talk on for hours and hours and hours about that. But we're going to just, um, you know, keep it simple here. And you need to keep in mind that depreciation is part of it. If I get enough requests, I will make depreciation for the home office tax deduction a topic. There are also some other things that you may need to note, such as your telephone, okay? Your telephone costs, if you have a basic local phone service and only one line, well, that one line is not tax deductible. However, if you have a second line in your home, then that second line is tax deductible. So just remember that you need to have more than one line in order to take a deduction for your phone in your home. If you decide to use the regular method, then you have to use form 8829, which is on the IRS's website. And this form gets attached to your tax return. 
So if you want to take a look at this form, just go ahead on irs.gov and pull it up so that that way you can see what it consists of and it will help you understand this deduction a lot more. We are now at the end of today's episode. I want to thank you guys for listening in. I'll be back again next Monday with another topic for you all. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram under the name Tax Expert. Also, check out my new Facebook page, Tez Talks Taxes. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, because I will be giving tips and tricks and resources to individuals and small businesses. All right? See you guys soon.